The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show. Today, you'll hear the truth in wealth building from the team at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. The truth in wealth building knowledge is brought to you every week on the Financial Focus Radio Network. Thanks for joining us on the Financial Focus Radio. If you want to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your financial plan, uh, your portfolio, your asset allocation, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get it scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988, or you can always send us an email, which is what most people do by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. All right, this comes from uh, moneyandmetals.com. The price of copper peaked at $4.92 a pound on Saturday, Saturday, March 5th of this year, but has since fallen 34% to $3.23 a pound as of the 14th of, of July. Copper is used in nearly all household appliances and automobiles and in HVAC systems. So there's a reason for that. You know, the funny thing about markets is that they're forward-looking. And, uh, you know, copper, if you, you know, when you're building a house, you know that copper is in a lot all over the house. And so... Um, the funny thing is about when you look at markets, whether it's the bond market or the stock market or, or certain commodity markets, the collect <clears throat> the collective market is really smart in a lot of cases, which is always really funny because, you know, the fact that it peaked in March and then sold off well before housing sold off was a great indication. And, you know, there's certain indexes uh, that Buffett follows, the Baltic Dry Freight Index, which, you know, measures stuff being shipped around the world. It's a pretty good barometer of the health of the global economy. Um, and so there are certain signs. And, and the funny thing is, is I, I talk about this like there's, you should be doing something about it. Um, but the way to think about it is the way that I sort of, that Jamie Dimon talks about it, is, um, you know, to start thinking about your balance sheet, your personal balance sheet, and if you run a business, the balance sheet of your business a little more when this stuff starts to turn. So whether it's quantitative tightening that you know is going to happen or certain commodities roll over, those are sort of forward-looking uh, indicators. And they're not always right, but, you know, here's the deal. When I think about being taking some risk off the table or being a little bit more conservative – you know, that's not going to blow me up. What is going to blow me up is when I'm like a lot of these people here in Bend that live like it's 1999 still when things have clearly changed and they're in an industry that is very dependent on housing market ripping and yet they still are living like ballers. Uh, and I, I guess they just don't <laughs> follow what's going on in the world. Well, Dr. Copper, uh, Adkerson, the CEO of Freeport, was on CNBC on Friday and, you know, it's... Of course, half of all copper demand comes from China, and anyone following closely is uh, the real estate market there. And I think it's an underappreciated deflationary force, but the real estate market there is rolling over, and uh, sentiment is certainly at extreme negatives. And so the market there and projected demand, because it's such a powerful input in the energy transition uh, in the years to come, will be very tight. But uh, that market definitely pricing in a rather severe recession, which would be a, a sharp distinction between equities that seem to be pricing in a, a very mild economic uh, recession. So this comes, this data comes from Medicare and Medicaid, and scares the bejesus out of me. Uh, Medicare covers 64 million Americans, while Medicaid covers 81 million Americans. <laughs> Guess what? The population in the United States is only 333 million. So yeah. that that percentage of the I mean, almost half of the population is either covered by Medicare or Medicaid, uh, and that doesn't even take into account Social Security. So these are the biggest entitlements in the history of mankind, and that's why they scare the you know what out of me. All right, let's tackle uh, an email question. We got an email from a Chun, uh, Chun, yeah, Chun here in Bend. Uh, Chun says, I have a very large purchase I need to make in two and a half years. When I look at the bond market, I see I can get three and a quarter percent yield on a two-year treasury right now. Is that a good place for the money I have for that purchase? What are my risks if I do that? 
100% it's a great place <laughs> to park that money uh, in anticipation of that purchase. Of course, you know, your only real risk, uh, you know, is really just the attrition in your purchasing power uh, net of inflation. You know, you're absorbing a real loss in terms of purchasing power likely between now and uh, in two and a half years when you contemplate making that purchase. But uh, from a capital preservation standpoint, uh, that is going to be absolutely your best option. Well, the other the other real risk is if your time horizon, for whatever reason, were to change from two and a half years to less than the maturity date and you had to sell within that before the two-year maturity. So, so you know, the deal is you, you buy you go buy a two-year treasury, uh, and it, like you said, it, it's a little bit less than, it's like 3.2%, but, you know, when you sent this, it was probably three and a quarter. Um, and as long as you hold it to maturity every six months, that thing's going to pay you the yield, and you'll get your three and a quarter percent per year on that, on that bond. But if, for whatever reason, you said, oh, no, my time horizon is shortened to, you know, one and a half years, and you have to sell the bond for liquidity, and rates have gone up even more, then you're going to have to sell that bond at a loss. So that's your bigger risk. I mean, you know, Josh is right. The purchasing power, all that's true. Um, that's sort of an unknown, um, really, though, because, you know, inflation could come materially down. We don't know. A recession most likely will make inflation go lower. But, uh, you know, you're not at risk of default. So your biggest risk, Chun, is that your time horizon changes. So make sure that you know your time horizon is, in fact, your time horizon. Because if it were to change and you had to sell it and rates are materially higher uh, on two-year, then you'd have to sell it for a loss. Um, we got an email from Jeff. Jeff doesn't say where he is. Love the show, guys. Thanks for the info. My wife stopped working a few, few years ago when we had kids. Uh, sounds like Josh. Can we still contribute to an IRA for her even though she doesn't have any earned, and he put earned in quotes, income? Uh, yes, Jeff. I mean, assuming, Jeff, you file jointly, you file your taxes jointly, which, you know, for tax reasons, most likely you do. Um, it is, you know, so for example, my wife is in the same boat as yours. Josh's wife is in the same boat as his, uh, because they, we all file jointly. Our wives, uh, can also contribute in our case, $6,000 a piece, uh, to an IRA because you, your family, uh, joint filers has earned income. Now, the important thing to know is she could also contribute to a Roth if, if your income is uh, is below a certain amount. So the important thing I also want to bring up in this because, you know, people um, – there are a lot of people out there that we say, okay, contribute to a Roth, but their income is too high to contribute to a Roth. Or we say contribute to a traditional IRA, but their income is too high for it to be deductible. So a lot of people don't know that once your income reaches certain thresholds, uh, your traditional IRA contributions are no longer deductible. So uh, you are not allowed to contribute to a Roth in 2022 if your adjusted gross income is 129000 if you're single, or 204000 if you're married and filing jointly. So, Jeff, if you are married filing jointly and you make over 204000 you and your wife cannot uh, contribute to a Roth. Now, your deductibility starts to go away at 68000 for a single person and 109000 for uh, a couple uh, and goes away completely at 129000 for a couple. So just make sure you're making contributions based on your income. Uh, because a lot of times um, people are contributing more than they can. Uh, this doesn't say uh, Alyssa. I went through I went through a 20% loss with my investments at a big bank. I was told by the advisor my my portfolio was set up uh, inflation-proof domestic and foreign investments, but the advisor was never able to explain the acceleration of my loss. I closed my account. Was that the right move? No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't no. the right move. You, were, you, you just you, you and your advisor are not on the same page. The twenty percent loss is because markets are down twenty percent. It has absolutely nothing to do with inflation. Well, inflation is the reason markets are down because rates have to go higher and markets are adjusting to a higher interest rate environment. Um, but your advisor, he, he or she may have put you in. Uh, investments that had protection against inflation over the long term, but in the short term markets are down, and that's why, uh, in this case, your account—you know—your sh- account is essentially down as much as the market. Um, and so, if you wanted to be an in- investor in markets, uh, you needed to stay. And so, you just clearly had a, a big miscommunication. And I don't mean to laugh uh, with your financial advisor in that case. All right, if you'd like to take one as a, a one of us up on a free retirement view. You can call our office to get that scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988. Or you can send us an email by going to our website, uh, northwestquadrantwealth.com. A little box will pop up and you can send us an email. Uh, Be sure to stick around. 
get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with the Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. get a workout in at the fitness center tomorrow maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool it's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte or maybe give Tracy a call we can go shopping in Bend on Saturday Sunday read a book on the deck and after an active day outside you come home to gorgeous resort style one two or three bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens spacious bath full-size washer and dryers computer labs with free internet covered parking and my fur babies pets allowed stonebriar is currently accepting applications their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Hey there, this is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. I offer you an invite to help us build mountains of canned and non-perishable food items every Sunday, July 17th through August 28th. Here at the Cosmic Depot, we are proud to host Sundays on the Green. When you bring cans of food to donate to Neighbor Impact, you can choose to also participate in the healing and intuitive art services being offered by community members. You may find assistance ranging from tarot to energy healing available at no charge by volunteers uniting to create mountains of food for those in need by offering their time in the spirit of community healing. Come on by Cosmic Depot Sunday and help Neighbor Impact achieve their goal of supporting people and strengthening community with your food donations. Join us at the Cosmic Depot daily at 342 Northeast Clay and Bend and celebrate faith, hope, and charity with us every day. It's been a while since I gave myself a real chance to meet someone new. Susan and John are two kindred spirits who rediscovered the romance they deserve on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for singles over 50. John is a massive foodie like me. It's been amazing to experience some of my favorite things again with someone who makes my heart beat faster. I'm so glad I got back out there. Sign up today at silversingles.com slash romance. That's silversingles.com slash romance. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by downloading the Financial Focus app. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you uh, want to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least 500000 of investable dollars, give our office a call to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Uh, so we've talked about this in the past, but I, th- I always think it's worth bringing up every few shows. Um, 
and I, I, in talking to parents and grandparents, uh, if you have teenagers, this is, there's a great book out there. It's a really short read. Uh, it's called How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ. Uh, it's written by a guy named John Lim. It's 64 pages long, and you can download the PDF version of it off the Internet for free. So, again, it's How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ by John Lim, L-I-M is how you spell it, uh, 64 pages long, um, and it talks about compound interest, savings, debt, net worth, budgeting. Uh, it, it's all the important things kids need to know because this country, we in this country, we're financially illiterate. Uh, and, you know, if you can help your kid with financial literacy because they don't teach it in the schools, unfortunately, some schools do. I think there's uh, a class or two at some at high school where my kids go. But for the most part, high schools and middle schools don't teach financial literacy. Uh, but that can have a huge having financial literacy can have a huge impact on somebody's whole life. And so it's one of those things that we shouldn't be investing in. So get that book, just download it, print it off and make your kids read it. Or you can read it in the car on the way to vacation, like they, like Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's Vacation, <laughs> Wally World. Um, this comes from the Wall Street Journal, and this always cracks me up because uh, they say, they talk about uh, econ- economics. Economists uh, were set out to make astrologists look brilliant. Um, the average response by 53 economists in June of 2022 put the chance of a recession in the next 12 months at 44%. That's up from 18% in January of 2022. So, you know, what's funny about economists is they generally uh, talk about things literally as they're happening. They sort of state the obvious, um, which is like, well, what? why do I need you for that? You know, and the, the funny thing about the, the definition, there's actually no common definition of a recession in the United States. Depending on who you ask, you'll get a couple different answers on the actual official um, what an actual official recession is in the United States. And so it's essentially decided by some wonky people. Uh, the NBER. But, you know, re- realistically, a recession is sort of, you don't need to get statistics to know a recession is happening. You can sort of feel it, right? I mean, when you look across the financial services industry, whether it's analysts at investment banks that, you know, we're in the midst of the avalanche of downward earnings revisions that, uh, Anyone with a brain could have predicted um, a month and a half ago, uh, but you know, or you look at ratings firms that decide to downgrade bonds after they stop stop paying coupons and are on the verge of insolvency. But uh, you know, it it's all reactive, and it, you know, it doesn't hold a lot of credence. And the fact that they still have jobs despite decades of uh, misinformed forecasting should tell you all you need to know and should reiterate that same fundamental truth that doing nothing is your best course of action. And it feels boring and it doesn't make it any less painful uh, while it's happening, but it's still the truth. All right. I want to, in the rest of the segment, I want to talk about a couple things. One is how much uh, you know you're spending. So when you think about budgeting for retirement, um, some ways to figure out how much uh, how you how much you, you're spending every year, uh, where you can find that information, and then two, in what order should you be retapping your retirement funds? Because you know it, it, it's that can have a huge impact on your taxes and how much you get after tax and all that sort of stuff. So most of you out there have a uh, a bank account and you have online access and most big bank, even the regional banks have uh, a version of where you can see your spending. And so, you know, when you look at, let's say you have a bank of America or us bank or Wells Fargo or, you know, whatever, all the different kind of banks that are out there, Umqua, you can go on in the tabs once you log on to your online bank and you can see on a month by month basis, the different categories where you're spending money. And then you can make it even more granular and you can see, you know, where you're actually really spending money, but you can break it into categories. So it can be like food and going out and vacations and, you know, car services and gasoline. And you can break down all these different things and your bank does it for you. And you can do it on a month by month basis. And a lot of you have had online banking for long enough that you can go back a couple years or three or four years even and see in case you have some outlier years to get a really good idea about where you've been spending money. And then that helps because it's really hard to to create a retirement plan uh, income wise if you don't know how much you're spending because you can do it on a spreadsheet, but chances are you're not going to be completely honest and you're not going to know exactly what the numbers are. Well, the good news is, is because 
of technology, you have real data, actual spending, uh, things that you were doing, vacations, all the different things. And you can say, if you have four years worth of data, you can sort of average that and say, you know, maybe a couple years, one year is a huge outlier. One year you didn't spend any money. You just average those four years. And it gives you a pretty good idea about what you are spending on a day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year basis. And then that's what you can use for your retirement planning. Because you know, people come in and they, they try to show us their budget. And then I say, well, what about your gym membership? And what about, you know, when you go on vacation, what about, you know, when, you know, you need to upgrade your car and they, they think, oh, whoops, I I forgot about all these things. And so it's much, much better to go to your online bank and get the real data of your actual spending. So then the second part of this is, you know, okay, now I'm retired or I'm going to retire and I have, you know, a Roth IRA, I have a traditional IRA, I have a beneficiary IRA, and then I have this taxable account. How do I know which account I should start spending money from? You know, and you might have PERS or you might have Social Security or you might be saying, wait, maybe I'll delay taking Social Security. So, Josh, can you help? You know, and it's not an exact science, but with our clients, we try to help them understand, okay, what are the best places to start taking money from uh, so that, you know, from a tax perspective, I'm doing it in the in the smartest way, but also I make sure that my money lasts as long as I do, and then I'm passing the amount of money I want from the best accounts, those kind of things. Well, I mean, the the general hierarchy, you know, and of course why we always are talking about using a taxable account as a bridge is especially relevant uh, today. You know, when you we just got an update that the projected cold cost of living adjustment for Social Security in 2023 or in 2022 is going to be over 10% on top of that 8% you get guaranteed every year you wait after 62. But uh, you want to use that taxable account. That's the first place that you're going to raid when you start retiring because it's going to be the most tax efficient. Uh, if you have embedded gains there, at most you're paying capital gains tax, which are going to be significant. On just the gain. On just the gain. So, and you're going to have a bunch of principal that you're distributing there too. So your liability is going to be significantly less than if you were pulling from a retirement account. And so you know, as you age, the trajectory of where you're actually taking money is going to shift and it's going to shift more towards retirement accounts. And for a lot of people out there, if you wait until you're required to take distributions and you use the taxable account early in that uh, sequence of retirement, you're likely going to get to a place where your required distributions actually exceed your income need. And then you're going to be turning off uh, taxable account distributions entirely. And that account will ultimately shift to a place where, you know, your heirs are going to receive it with a step up in basis. So the capital gains are absolved and uh, great situation for them. All right. If you want to take a, if you want to uh, have a question or comment for the show, give us a call 877-670-7117. Or you can always go to our, our website and send us an email, Northwest Quadrant Wealth. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about using that taxable account that Justice described to delay taking your Social Security benefits. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. weather. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110 KBND Bend. The easiest way to listen to KBND at home is with the new Amazon skill. Just add the KBND skill to your Echo smart speaker and say play KBND. That's it. Clean, static, free sound no matter where you are. Use the new KBND Amazon skill with your Echo or Alexa or Ziggy. It's easy. Play KBAN. Say, what's the best part of summer for you? Oh, sunny mornings with a steaming cup. Balloons over the cascades. Too many to list in this radio ad. You? Well, all of those things, of course. But... 
How about sizzling summer savings at Wilson's of Redmond and Wilson's Mattress Gallery Ben? Ooh, red hot savings store wide. Yeah, that's summertime. Save on Instant Comfort, the number bed that changes with you. New models of Heirloom. Clufton Marshall handmade luxury mattresses. Plus Englander, Sutherland, and the new Serta Arctic. Best prices of the year on the mattress sets you crave. Wilson Summer Sale is hot, hot, hot. Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details. Red Hot Deals continue. Sale extended. Hurry in for big savings. At Wilson's of Redmond, Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend, we've got the furniture and mattress for you. Sizzling since 1962. Stay ahead of inflation with the three-day sale going on now at Coastal. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Prices have skyrocketed on gas, groceries, and everything else. Thankfully, Coastal is here to help. Introducing the three-day sale going on now. Buy one, get one half price on all livestock and equine tubs. Save $6 on the 40-pound bag of black oil sunflower seeds. Plus, get 20-pound Bear Mountain barbecue pellets for just $6.99. And all camp chairs are on sale. Half price discount taken off lowest price tub. It's the Coastal three-day sale, in-store or online at CoastalCountry.com. With in-store curbside pickups or have everything shipped to your home. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond. Start your Amazon business. I attended the Wholesale Formula Seminar, and I'm now doing $175,000 in sales per month. In 2020, Americans made $50 billion selling on Amazon. Join America's Amazon expert, Dylan Frost, where anyone can learn how to start an Amazon business. Only $49.99 guaranteed or your money back. Two-hour seminar Tuesday, August 2nd at 2 p.m. for the Greater Bend Area. Register at thewholesaleformula.com. That's thewholesaleformula.com. I was 53, divorced, and ready to get back out there. I was unsure about dating sites, but I signed up for Silver Singles and quickly met Lily. Mark and Lily rediscovered the romance they deserve on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for 50-plus singles who know what they want. Lily's a lover of the great outdoors, like me, and we instantly connected over it. If you're like Mark and want to rediscover that feeling, sign up today at silversingles.com slash romance. That's silversingles.com slash romance. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? Zantac may be linked to these cancers. Bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. Call 800-379-9550. 800-379-9550. mission is clear. Give transparent wealth building advice every week. No sugarcoating, just down to earth real market happenings that you can use today. Make sure you follow us on YouTube and get our twice monthly e-newsletter. <coughs> Josh, the mission is clear, whatever that means. Uh, welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. This comes from S&P Global. Uh, so, Josh, remember when oil was trading negative and everybody thought oil stocks were dead and nobody wanted to own anything related to oil? Remember those days? It was the Jim Cramer bottom. And it was never – nobody was ever going to oil, own oil stocks. Well, 13 of the, of the top 14 year-to-date performers in the S&P 500 are in the oil and gas business with year-to-date performances ranging from up 25 percent to up 105 percent. And so I only bring that up because, you know, I'm not saying you should chase oil and gas here. My point is, like, you know, that's why you are diversified because usually the, the thing that does the worst then becomes the best. You've heard the dogs of the Dow theory. Um, it, you know, when somebody says some asset class or, you know, is dead, usually that's the bottom for it. And uh, Jim Cramer is good at calling that out, as Josh mentioned. Well, and the beauty of indexing is that every quarter when they reconstitute the index, the complexion of your portfolio changes along with the index. And so, 
you it reflects the new preference of investors within your portfolio without you even having to do anything. And so, you know, remember back in the good old days in 2021 when Zoom Video was worth X, mm. more than ExxonMobil. Well, you know, now ExxonMobil and Chevron are back in the top 15 market cap of and Berkshire, another huge energy producer um, in the midst there too. But the point is, is that your portfolio has changed along with it and you didn't have to do anything. And that's why you're always going to be right and why and why you're going to win. And uh, that's why active management is impossible uh, over time. And it's, you know, that it becomes more and more difficult the longer you do it because you have to sustainably always be right. And being right for a little while in markets is not really that hard. A lot of people did it last year. But being right two years in a row, it's just like compounding, except always continuing to be ahead of the game and uh, very, very difficult endeavor indeed. This comes from the Treasury Department. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note doubled on a year-to-date basis after the first six months of 2022, rising from 1.49% at the close of trading at the end of last year to just over 3% uh, now. Over, over the last 60 years, from 1962 to 2021, the yield in the 10-year Treasury note has never doubled over an entire year. So I hate, I hate to say uh, this is unprecedented, but it is unprecedented in this case. And then really quickly, before we talk about um, using a taxable investment account to delay taking Social Security, I want to mention this again, and this comes from Putnam Investments. Uh, if you are invested in the S&P 500, uh, over a 15-year period from 2006 to the end of 2021, you had a 10.66% annualized total return. So you got 10.66% per year uh, over that period. If you miss just 10 days in that 15-year period, your return goes to, to 5%, just a little over 5%, so it gets cut in half. If you miss just the 20 days, it goes to 1.59. If you miss just 30 days in a 15-year period, your return goes negative. And I bring this up because a lot of you are thinking about trying to time this market right now. And we know, statistics tell us, that you're going to get it wrong. And if you get it wrong and you miss some of these great days, which generally historically have happened in a bear market, the greatest days usually in markets happen in bear markets, uh, your return is going to become abysmal and you're going to become a statistic. So time in the market rather than timing the market is the key to success. Okay. Let's talk about – so one of the, the, the inflation protection strategies that we talk a lot about our clients with uh, and we more and more have been talking about it is delaying taking Social Security so that you get the increases, you know, the annual increases plus the cost of living adjustment. So, Josh, describe – well, first of all, it looks like uh, the COLA for Social Security is going to be 10.5% next year. Uh, and that goes on top of the 8% you're going to get every year. But, Josh, explain to clients the idea of – how we tell people to, to one of the plans they can employ to delay taking Social Security, even though they want to retire. Take distributions first and whether, you know, it's even more advantageous if it's coming from a taxable account because your net after tax is going to be better than if you're taking a big gross distribution from a traditional IRA or 401k. But the, it's even we get so much pushback on it right now because you know, the inclination is always, well, I don't want to be taking distributions while markets are down. And, you know, provided you're taking them from the right place, uh, you're going to be okay if, if indeed you're actually wholesale selling equities down 20 plus percent to generate your income. Uh, there's going to be, you know, a serious opportunity cost for doing that over time. We can explain that to you more if you want to meet with us. But the idea behind it is be comfortable and embrace that drawdown because you are going to ultimately replace those distributions with a risk-free annuity stream in the form of Social Security. And uh, there is nowhere on earth where you can get an 8% growth in uh, a payment stream guaranteed risk-free by the U.S. government uh, on top of a cost of living adjustment. So it's an inflation-adjusted annuity. Uh, it's the best thing that was ever invented. And, of course, we all know that's why the Social Security Trust Fund is getting depleted faster than we could have ever envisioned. But the point is uh, embrace the drawdown. Understand that you will be exposed to volatility less 
later when you're older, when you are going to be more uncomfortable with it anyway, uh, just by understanding that it's okay to take retirement distributions and it's okay to see attrition in your account in the near term, knowing that you're going to replace that with that Social Security money later. So think about it this way. If you, you know, if you can, most people know that you can retire at 62 and start taking Social Security early at 62. And then you can take it any year thereafter up until 70. You can, at 70, it just doesn't go up anymore. But every year you wait past 62, your benefit, your income benefit from the federal government, like Josh said, goes up by 8%. It's not that you're... I mean, eight percent increase in your income is huge. If you if you were to back that into an annuity payment, so uh, every year you wait, that goes up eight percent. The other factor that's on there is not only does the eight percent increase, but the cola, the cost of living adjustment that Social Security applies, is added to that also. So it's like this this increase against inflation on steroids that's that's backed by the full faith and credit of the US government which is way better than having to depend on your uh, investment portfolio so let's say at 65 your social security will be $2200 but let's say if you wait to 70 it's $3500 a month for the rest of your life think about that if if you say okay well i need i need whatever $3000 uh from to live plus whatever else you should be taking that $3,000 from your investment portfolio, whether it's your IRA or your taxable account, preferably like Josh said, your taxable account. And then once you get to 70 and turn on social security, you're going to have guaranteed income of the amount you need. So then your investment portfolio is just gravy. Then you can use it for the extras then going to Europe or whatever it is, because then now you have a a guaranteed income stream. That's also going to have cost of living adjustments based on a higher amount. Because remember, if you take it at if you take Social Security at sixty five, your and your 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 payments twenty five hundred bucks. Your cost of living adjustments are based on that amount. If you take it at seventy and and you're, it's thirty five hundred, your cost of living is based on the thirty five hundred. So it's ten percent on that, not twenty five hundred. And so that's why we're we're such big advocates of okay. We understand you you can't do whatever it is that you're doing for a living uh, anymore. It's driving you nuts. You you have to retire. It's going to kill you. Whatever. We understand that. But instead of saying I'm flipping on my Social Security because the market's making me nervous and the volatility, and I can't be taking money from my portfolio, so I'm going to turn on. That's just a strategy that doesn't make sense because we your investment portfolio can't guarantee you an eight percent return in your income. Nobody can. The federal government is offering that to you. So take it. So say, I'm going to flip on. I'm not going to take Social Security. I'm going to retire. I'm going to take more money from my retirement accounts uh, than I otherwise would. And as soon as I get to 70 and I start getting that much higher payment, I'm going to either reduce or turn off the amount of money I'm getting from my retirement accounts. And long term, you've just set yourself up to have more income and a portfolio potentially that you either give more money to your kids or you can have a better retirement because you can go on better vacations or whatever it might be. So it's a strategy that people often overlook, but uh, it can have a huge, huge impact on your retirement. And the other thing that's important to remember, because I talk to our clients about this all the time that are doing this strategy, is you can change your mind at any time. You don't have to wait till 70. You can say, oh, you know what? I'm 68 now. Guess what? I, you still get those increases. I want to do it now because I just feel like now is, you know, whatever, for life expectancy, whatever it might be. So you can change your mind at any time. Uh, it's just a really important strategy we think people are overlooking. All right, if you want to be part of the show, call us, 877-670-7117. You can always send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll do one last segment of emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Hi, this is Carrie from Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center in Redmond. I'd like to share a piece of trivia with you about the July birthstone, Ruby. 
Mined in countries like Madagascar, Thailand, and Cambodia, the main source is Myanmar. The very best rubies are the color of blood, a symbol of love, loyalty, and passion. Rubies have a long and noble history. They have always been the true color of courage. To us, rubies often reminds us of our men and women in uniform who serve our country with honor and valor. Like the warriors of old who dedicated their lives to the protection of their kingdoms and countries, our military show the same valor in being willing to give their lives in protection of our country and its freedoms. So when you see a ruby, think of them and thank them for their courage. Stop by and see rubies and other exotic gemstones from around the world at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or at SatterleyJewelers.com. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas-California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Baseball. Basketball. Soccer. Tennis. No matter what your game is, defense matters. Same thing goes for COVID-19. Help protect yourself with a booster shot. Now recommended for people five years and older. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible following completion of your primary series. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Charmin's Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Since 1889, Oregon Elks Lodges have served communities across our state. From groundbreaking research and therapies at the Oregon Elks Children's Eye Clinic to assisting youth and homeless veterans, Elks members contribute millions of dollars a year to support those in need and to promote a brighter future. Visit OregonElks.org to learn more and find a lodge near you to help us write the next chapter of giving back to communities in Oregon. This message sponsored by the Oregon State Elks Association, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thank you for joining us on this summer weekend here in the great Pacific Northwest. Knock on wood, we haven't had any too many fires uh, yet, but I'm sure we're, fire season is headed our way. Uh, this comes. This info comes from the Federal Reserve. Inflation, as measured by the Consumer Price Index, was up 13.3 percent in 1979, up 12.5 percent in 1980. The Fed funds rate uh, in 1980 uh, was increased by the Fed to 20 percent just six months later <laughs> to bring inflation under control. To put that in perspective, inflation was up nine percent or sorry seven percent last year so far it's on track to be up nine percent this year uh but guess where the fed fund rate is it's at 1.75 percent so something's got to give there right i mean it's, it's so funny paul volcker was the last grown-up we've had uh, running the federal reserve um and it's always funny to me when they compare jerome powell to paul volcker like it, it, that's like that's like comparing like 
me to like Thor. I mean, it's come on. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not Thor. I'm like, you know, I'm Popeye before he eats his spinach compared to that. I mean, Paul Volcker was the man. Jerome Powell is this withering, blithering idiot. Uh, Josh shared with me this interesting, he's an idiot. Come on. To say that we're behind, to say that we thought inflation was going to be transitory, like just tell the truth, man. Come on. Well, the, as you know, the Arthur Burns Fed in the mid seventies was like going back and forth, dovish, hawkish, kind of like Powell's, the Powell Fed has been. And I would think, and I think the market's wrong about this one, is that the market has this expectation that there's going to be cuts embedded in the second half of 2023 <laughs> already, and I think that. That's probably a wrong expectation. I think they'll keep the Fed funds rate elevated and they'll back off on the quantitative tightening bit and just let it run off the balance sheet rather than outright sell some of those uh, securities that they've bought. And that is going to leave, I, I believe, a lot of people wrong-footed and uh, may may bode well for the, those industries that have historically done well in uh, high-rate environments. So Josh shared me an article from The Guardian, uh, which is a UK-based publication right mm -hmm. um and uh it's a really funny article and i don't mean to dance on these people's graves but it talks about all these people that get together and they sob <laughs> about the cryptocurrency collapse yeah there's like these online it's groups the most that millennial millennial gen z thing you can contemplate is a group sobbing session <laughs> but the, the idea to me that like people are surprised by these uh crypto exchanges you know the celsius file for bankruptcy and voyage some of these uh exchanges that people held their crypto on uh have filed for bankruptcy and these people don't have access to their uh crypto which is now down you know 70 80 percent in some cases um the idea that this that they that people are surprised by this is so mind-boggling to me like you know when we talked about crypto when we talked about crypto all along First, the exchanges, you know, the, these exchanges weren't Schwab. They weren't Fidelity. They weren't these, like, big institutions run by people that are, are grown-ups that know what they're doing. They were run by doofuses that had no idea how to run businesses. They just had an idea and got and, – and it was, this, you know, part of the market where money was flowing like crazy. And they created these exchanges with no – you know, there's no regulation. There's no oversight. These people didn't know what they were doing, but their money was being thrown at them. And the idea that they're collapsing and people are surprised is always – always always funny to me but like you know crypto when you think about what it is and we talk about this all the time it's supposed to be a medium of exchange it's not being used as a medium of exchange so then what is it everybody wants to have this argument with me and but at the end of the day it's going to get worse and and if you think otherwise you probably believe on december 25th that a, a white man and with a beard comes down your chimney and leaves your kids presents all right let's tackle some email questions on that note uh, John C. and Sun River. I, everybody, I, I, the, re, the regulators don't want us to read your last name on the on the internet. Or I mean, on the radio. That's why we just say your because you know who you are. Hopefully, uh, John says, "My wife and I are going to retire at the end of the year. I'm looking to move our portfolio towards more income generating investments. What do you guys think of preferred stocks with the ten year Treasury yield just above three percent?" The yields are 6% or so on preferred stocks. Those seem attractive. What am I missing? That's uh, a good question. I'll give him credit. Yeah, and, and you know, we've had back and forth with client com or both listener commentary that have emailed us that we haven't had in the show, you know, extolling the virtues of preferred. Um, you know, we're, we're not yield-centric investors, so it's not a part of the market that we are interested in uh, only because when you look at the performance of preferred stock indices over time, uh, total returns are not very great relative to uh, those that just go and move a little bit down the cap spectrum and go buy the or cap structure and go buy the actual equity and then uh, use a little bit of money to buy some risk reducing fixed income. So it's not, you know, it's not a space of the market that we really like. And, uh, you know, I would caution, uh, you know, the preferred landscape is obviously weighted towards the financials of the world. And uh, if you go back and look at history in negative credit oriented uh, markets, preferreds do not hold up very well. And I would argue that this is probably going to be another reiteration of uh, what we've seen in recessions of the past. Yeah, I mean, the theory 
capital markets theory, the reason for owning preferreds, uh, is, is in the event of bankruptcy, they are higher on the uh, payback spectrum. So if you look at in the event of bankruptcy, the, the equity shareholders are usually wiped out. The next level is preferred, and then the, the people on the bond side supposedly are going to get something in the event of bankruptcy. The reality is in the event of bankruptcy, almost everybody gets wiped out. If bondholders get anything, it's usually maybe 15 cents on the dollar. Preferred get wiped out. So the theory, though, is that it's less risky than owning the stock. But I would say to you, okay, uh, let's look at Bank of America. Bank, you know, Like Josh said, financials are big in the preferred space. You know, you can own Bank of America stock where there's no cap on the upside. The thing can go up indefinitely. Uh, there's the preferred shares, which, you know, there's kind of a cap on the upside. Your mostly return is generated from the yield. Um, and then there's the bonds, which, uh, you know, it's contractually obligated to return based on uh, the bonds yield. Um, you know, if if my upside is a lot more in the stock but my risk is the same as in the preferred. Don't I want to own the stock? Uh, the other thing is when you look at these things in, in big market corrections, they do just as bad as the equity. So why not just own the equity with, with more upside? Generally in a market, if you're chasing yield as your as as big big part of your return, you're taking probably more risk than you're comfortable the, with. The it. rebuttal is always, but all I care about is the income that I'm living off of. And I would say, no, that's not actually true. Like what you care about is how much money you end up at the end of a market cycle with. Yeah, because if your six or if your million dollar portfolio and preferreds goes to six hundred thousand but your income's the same you know, that's not – you're not going to have purchasing power protection. It's, it's like time. owning AT&T over the last 20 years and clipping your 4.5% coupon and having the same amount of money that you had 20 years ago. All right. That's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. been listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit financialfocusradio.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstance, and if necessary, seek professional advice.